With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Talk Radio Countdown Show with Doug Steffen. Counting down what America's talking about. The Talk Radio Countdown. All right, Talk Radio Countdown Show on the air right now. At uh, 7 past the hour, Michael Harrison joins me. I'm Doug Steffen to do what we do every week at this time, and that is go through the stories that Talkers has gleaned from listening to lots of talk radio programs, talk to hosts, and and uh, understanding what's going on in, the, in this uh, fabulous medium called News Talk Radio. Michael Harrison has been doing it for decades. We've been doing this program for decades. We, uh, we highlight it with the top 10 stories, the list of the stories, and the people as we begin every hour of this in that way. So let's do the list and see how much different it is this week, Michael, from last week. It's always a little different. It's always a little the same. It's amazing yeah. how, you know, how that works. Yeah. Uh, yeah. O- overlapping moments in time. At number 10, we have a tie between two very powerful celebrity gossip stories. One is Queen Elizabeth II's jubilee. Yes, she is a celebrity in addition to being the head of state. That's a very strange set of circumstances. And that's tied with the Johnny Depp Amber Heard verdict. We hadn't had that case on the uh, survey um, during its uh, course, but the verdict was handed down and that squeezed it into the top 10 on News Talk Radio. Uh, Number nine, social media. Just the, the whole general scope of things. Social media is always on the survey. It's at number nine. We have a tie at number eight between race relations and immigration. Number seven, abortion rights. Number six, the January 6th committee. And that's tied with a whole slew of Donald Trump activities. Can't keep up with all of them. Uh, number five, partisan uh, politics and elections. Number four, the Russia-Ukraine war. And that's tied with U.S. foreign relations. We have at number three, COVID-19. At number two, the economy, the national mood, and Elon Musk and his brouhaha with his Tesla employees. That's all at number two. And the mass shootings are uh, preoccupying the nation at number one. On the People Survey, we have Johnny Depp and Amber Heard at 10, Queen Elizabeth II at 9, John Durham and Michael Sussman at 8, Stacey Abrams at 7, Dr. Medmet Oz at 6, all that Georgia politics. Number five, Donald Trump, as mentioned earlier, Vladimir Putin at four, Elon Musk at three, Janet Yellen at two, and Joe Biden is number one. Kind of a a week in which stories overlapped each other and uh, it's generally confusing. Oh, you didn't do the story about the uh, surfers? (laughs) Everybody's gone surfing. Surfing. Surfing USA. All right. So. Taking these things apart, I, I was trying to earlier, because we know we do a companion hour called the Talk Radio Review with some talk hosts that I'm associated with, and and I was looking at all of these things. We, we spent a whole lot of time on the mass shooting, the number one item of the week, and actually going through, do you know how many mass shootings there have been in America since the beginning of the year? Take a guess. I can't, but I know it's more than you would imagine. How many? 24. 
That's scary. Where at least four people have died in a shootout. And then we started talking about violence and the violent nature of humanity and all of the things that create violence. And do you have to have a gun to be violent? No. There are a lot of people who are violent driving a car or with a knife. It's the old thing. Guns don't kill people. People kill people. But um, the other side of that is we have a cultural fascination with guns. That um, that they may that just that that weird psychological thing about guns might uh, enhance or amplify the urge for some people to go on killing sprees. Don't know. That, that's those are the two core points that uh, are at odds. We have a thing. With, do we have a thing with violence? Do we have a thing about yeah. what is the? Do you remember? Have you seen the George Carlin HBO special, the story of his life? Not his specials, but there's a great uh, overview of somebody who culturally meant a lot to people our age. Would you agree that George Carlin was one of the most important commentators from when we were younger in our 60s through the 70s through the 80s? Uh, no question. Of, yeah. So as he, you know, I, he, I'm looking back at some of the stuff he said in the 70s and the 80s and how appropriate it is to today. <laughs> yeah. You know, you, you just... Whatever has been going on has been going on and on and on. He talks about war and he talks about big business and he talks about, you know, people and the fact that we are just, we are mere uh, like ants in an anthill. The earth will survive well and we'll be gone. And, you know, you wonder how it is that we have, you know, all these people, can they all survive together? That's part of the thing that I, when I talk about war and stuff on my programs, yeah, how is people want to be in power or in control? And what happens with that? Somebody else is going to come along and want to be knock you off. Is that just part of we we all think we're pretty, you know, I'd like to think I was pretty stable and pretty smart, but are we really? I mean, any of us when you consider we live in this circumstance, this cocoon of violence, like we want to knock ourselves out, like we want to end ourselves, like we want to destroy ourselves. We do have a death wish as a species. It's really scary when you think about it. But we are a violent species, um, Homo sapiens. We um, mm. we kill for sport as well as for survival, and uh, yeah. that's uh, not something that a lot of other animals do. Um, so, so that alone tells you our nature. But we human beings are trapped. Um, we, you know, we we found the enemy, and it is us. Um, we're trapped within this complex thing called human nature. And once you understand human nature. Uh, it tends to um, make you understand why uh, people sort of identify themselves by certain political philosophies. Um, it, it's based on our uh, interpretation of human nature. And mm -hmm. uh, human nature is not the easiest thing to deal with. Yeah, for sure. The, yeah. One of the things we are dealing more and more as, we, as the list expands or things happen when you uh, feel like we've got to add, like, uh, number 10 this week is the Jubilee for the Queen and the results of the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial, which is one of the kookiest things. <laughs> They're both guilty. Yeah. When's the last time you, there was a trial and one party is accusing another party of something and the verdict is, you're both guilty? How, well, the, the, there was a countersuit going on. I mean, that's yeah, why we have countersuits, yeah. you know. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. sue you for blah, blah. Well, I'm going to sue you. And look, but but... You know, isn't it true that there are two sides to every story? Of course, not sure. all the time, but, yeah. but that's basically a, a, a truth that we have to consider. And, and, and especially in marital disputes, very seldom is one party 
you know, totally guilty and the other one uh, completely exactly. a victim. It, right. it does exist. Two to tango. Right. Yeah. But in terms of, you know, normal relationships as opposed to, you know, somebody shooting somebody, you know, there, there are all kinds of whack jobs out there. And people go into relationships of the heart without using their brain. That's that's one of the biggest problems. Um, you know, I mean, when you go into a marriage and, and you're getting involved for life with that thing we just talked about before, that deep, dark, mysterious creature known as another homo sapiens. Well, uh, you, you better be ready for anything. Mm-hmm. Any encounter with another human being is is flirting with danger. You know, you know we, we, we don't give each other enough that, credit for, for, for being menacing. Go ahead. One of the things that you've done to help my career on the radio, you've always had great suggestions over the years, and one of them was for me to do a farm show. And yep. we do the American Family Farmer. And so I was just thinking uh, there is a connection, there's a tie-in with the discussion we're having now about death and what it is that we do we have a death wish and one of the things i came across this week the leading cause of death in america isn't guns it isn't car crashes it isn't drug overdoses it's food people dig their graves according to what they eat whether it's too much ice cream too much hamburger or whether whatever it is that we put into our bodies, look at how many people are dying every day because they're obese, they have diabetes, that sort of thing. It's a really, I mean, think about that as a different way of approaching this discussion of death, mass death. Well, well certainly, thought, yeah. certainly medical, certainly the health issues, the health care issues, the finances attached to it in the system really comes down to two schools of thought. One is fix it after it happens, and the other is prevention. Preventive medicine, preventive health measures really is the answer. I mean, you're touching on something very important. Um, I, for one, think if we suddenly made it socially irresponsible to give children sugar. Yeah. Don't give them sugar. Don't, 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 don't. No birthday cake. No birthday cakes, no ice cream. I I mean, with all due respect to the birthday cake and ice cream industries, giving children, giving babies sugar, candy, ice cream yep. cake yep. all of these yep. things and developing a taste for that we may as well get hey have a have a cigarette hey have yep. some cocaine have some pot it, it's a drug that they become addicted to don't even realize why we have such this thing called a sweet tooth and mm-hmm. that's the core that's the main core of our problem yeah um, we, we we like to eat crap yeah because <laughs> it tastes good Right, um, but we develop a taste for it. We have to teach our children not to develop a taste for that. We have to have a we have to reapproach that one aspect of how we teach the next generation. But come on, uh, you got to teach the current generation before you do that. I mean, look at what people eat. Look at the the poison that people eat regularly. It's frightening. Well, it's it, but it's part of what we're sold as a culture. We yep. are, we are. You talk about being doomed, and I don't mean to make this a. Oh my God! Listen to the show that this week. But you know, drugs and the things that we are being told legitimately. You can't use marijuana, but you can have all these other drugs that are produced by Pfizer and Moderna and whoever else is out there uh, selling us drugs 
that are just as bad, but they're legal, as the drugs they say are illegal. And and yet, uh, I can tell you from personal experience, all the drug companies are trying to buy up all the marijuana producers. I tell you, <laughs> that's going on right now. All right, we continue with the Talk Radio Countdown Show. We're counting down what America's talking about. The Talk Radio Countdown Show continues. Back on our Talk Radio Countdown Show, I'm Doug Steffen with Michael Harrison here, the editor and publisher of Talkers Magazine. Social media is number nine this week, and I was thinking about how to approach this with you, thinking about the unlimited access that we have to news On social media, there is no talk, but is there? When you look at all of the things, you hear talk radio programs always referring to uh, what's on Twitter. Uh, We have what's on Facebook, uh, what's on Instagram, and that becomes part of the conversation on the air rather than phone calls. So there's almost unlimited exposure if you're running a pretty good radio program that asks questions and gets people to think, you're going to get a lot of response, right? Isn't that what's going on now? Do you think that that's an important ingredient in a good talk radio program? I think social media is an important ingredient in any business. So certainly a communications business like a talk radio, it, of course it's a major um, component in the process. But um, social media, one of the big myths, you know, we, we still linger in the past. We think of social media as an alternative, as an underground, mm-hmm. as a secondary uh, venue to mainstream media. But no, social media is an arm of mainstream media. Social media is the norm. Social media is mainstream media. That's something we don't have. We, we haven't fully digested that reality. Well, thinking about the reality of the news media, so-called news media, the social media, for me, what I look at, it's fascinating because it looks like they're all trying to jump down the rabbit hole to the lowest common denominator, which is outrage and fear. That's kind of what, you know, once in a while... That's because they're obsessed with clicks and pops and and looks and listens and (laughs) uh, ratings and, Uh you know, everything is clickbait. Um, when you're overly, when you're overly concerned with ratings for their own sake as, and think there's only one way to do it through outrage, you know, through red meat, well, then you're Mm -hmm. going to take the rabbit hole down to the lowest common denominator. Ratings and uh, attention can be garnered by going for the highest common denominator, but you don't even hear that term uh, in the the lexicon because intelligence is a big market. Mm-hmm. The the intelligent and the good are underserved in America. They sure are. We, 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 so uh, then you're uh, sort of underscoring what I said about the race to the bottom. So yes. here we have guys like John Tesh, who does basically a, it's a talk show with music, uh, but his business, his whole theme is to uh, bring people interesting information that has nothing to do with anything except how to make your life better. Right? That's mm. kind of what it. it well, that's his shtick. It's a shtick. Right. Whether he accomplishes that is another issue, but yes, that's what he says he does. Mm-hmm. So he's not racing to the bottom, though. Uh, he's 
doing what other people do, trying to get ratings and sell advertising. But he so took a different approach. He's packaging the idea that intelligence is important, so you're intelligent because I'm telling for your you life. that 20% yeah. of the public is uh, eating the wrong food. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> it's probably more than that. Yeah, right, exactly. And in, then, in, in other words, it's a package. I'm not, mm -hmm. I, I don't mean to be you know, disparage him. No, but he's a good guy. Just because you say you do something doesn't mean you're really doing it. Mm-hmm. So then how do we know? Are we developing people who are more critical thinkers or are they because of what I've just described as what seems to be the race to the bottom with social media and news media? Are we creating a bunch of dolts instead I of think that, that rhetorical question is the answer. That's the question that we should be exploring. I don't have the answer to it, but that is the question. But there must are be an we... algorithm for it somewhere, Michael. Yeah, well, algorithms are nothing more than dumb in, dumb out. I mean, you know, the algorithms don't come from God. They come from uh, manipulating uh, people, putting code into computers. There you go. All right, more coming up on the Talk Radio Countdown Show. It's 28 past the hour. Thirty-four past the hour now on the Talk Radio Countdown Show, an inspiration for those who are big, would we call them rabid fans? Rabid? Mm. Maybe it's a little bit too much, but people who are really excited about listening to good talk radio shows. And then we get into the definition of what is a good talk radio program. Michael Harrison, editor and publisher, Talkers Magazine. We've gone through some of the stories in the people list. I'm Doug Steffen here to sort of cajole Michael into getting out more from him than he wants to give. <laughs> Is that the way it feels? <laughs> well, sometimes. Anyway, oh, um, it's it's okay. No, I think that there is. You have so much knowledge and experience. I mean, I've been around for a long time too. I have specific knowledge and experience that pertains to me, my career, what I've done on the radio. You, however, have the experience of knowing all of these people that are a part of the business, knowing all of the stations that are a part of the business, knowing how the business runs. And so that all packages up together to a pretty interesting experience that you can talk about. And that's, again, what people want to hear are good stories. And man, you got plenty of them from wow. if for no I mean, other I reason than time. going to these conventions. Yeah. If I had the time, I would write a book. That's the one thing yep. I haven't done yet. And everyone says, write a book, write a book. Yep. I don't have the time to, I don't want to write a book unless it's a good book. I don't want to write a book unless it's original and has a different angle than most books. And frankly, I don't have the time to do that. Yeah. And, um, and I don't even know if I have the ability to do it. Um, but, uh, you know, you say I'm an interesting person and that you want to get more out of me. One of the things that I try to <laughs> regulate in terms of my own talent, if you will, is not to be um, a, a bloviating, uh, you know, you know what? Expert. Uh, right. uh, commentator. Yeah, I don't want to right. talk too much. Yeah. I don't. I I, I. 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 think that we all talk too much. As a matter of fact, how do you do a talk show if you don't talk? That's the point. The point is you have to you have to know when to when to talk and when not to talk. We have to be good listeners as well. Mm -hmm. um, it's not. That's easy what makes to a good talk this. show host is yeah. being a listener. I can. I'll remember, and you can too. Both radio and television personalities. Were they'd ask a question and they wouldn't listen to the answer, they had the next question written down. And in the <laughs> answer to the first question, 
is was the answer to the second question, but they didn't hear because they weren't listening. So they asked the second question, and the person who is answering the questions, if he or she is perceptive, will nicely say, well, as I was saying, yada, yada, right. yada. Oh, oh uh, you hear that all the time. Yeah. Uh, the key right. to being a good interviewer is to be able to pivot away from your next question and have what's known as the follow-up. I have a little joke I always say, you know, oh, welcome to the Michael Harrison Gardening Show. Today, uh, our guest is one of the leading experts on how to grow cucumbers in your garden, Joe Blow. So, Joe, um, what are the latest uh, techniques in growing cucumbers? Michael I don't want to talk about cucumbers right now because there's an asteroid about to hit the earth in about 10 minutes and it's going to blow us to smithereens. Very interesting. And how about tomatoes? Do you think that uh, they <laughs> I want to, the best way to grow cu cucumbers, by the way, is put uh, carrots beside them. That's how you do I had that. to ask you, right, of course, oh, yeah. Mr. Mr. Agriculture. Yeah. But, uh, but, but, but you hear it all the time that... Yeah. Um, that the person is too prepared and too rigid. You've got to be able to go in a different direction if the circumstances go of the conversation the warrant it. People will say to me when they, you know, I'll do an interview for maybe the, the farm show or sometimes for the Good Day program, and they want to know what I'm going to ask them. And I say, oh, I don't I know what I'm going to ask you. I won't. I and, I, and I don't. If, if, you, oh. if you have to have a list of questions to come on the program, forget oh. it. Because I don't know what I'm going to ask. You're an expert in this field. You should be able to answer the questions. So when we get started, I'll think about as I'm talking to you, you know, what do I want to know? But I'm not going to tell you ahead of time because I don't know ahead of time what but, I want to ask But even telling you. ahead of time changes the nature of the conversation. Well, of course you it does. want to hear what the person is thinking on the top of their head. What is their natural response? We get that a lot at the convention. There are a lot of people, what are they going to ask me? You know, or, or worse yet, I'm calling on behalf of my boss. He or she wants to know <laughs> what questions are they going to ask on the panel? Oh, yeah. Who knows? I mean, yeah. you're the CEO of a big company. You should not be afraid that somebody's going to ask you a tough question. Yeah. And one of the things a lot of people just don't have the ability to say as part of their answer is one of the most honest and well-received answers of all, and they're afraid to say it. It's, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm, I, I'll have to think about That's that. That's what you say when you're in court and somebody, a lawyer is asking you a question. I don't know. <laughs> or, Amber or Heard should have done a little more of that this week. Do you believe that verdict? Do you believe? I, yeah, I do. Uh, I believe just, it because it makes I sense. They uh, a pox on both houses per the jury, yeah. and the yeah. reason that Johnny Depp um, was uh, awarded more money than Amber Heard is not because they thought he was righter than she in terms of he said she said. It's because in a lawsuit of that nature, it comes down to how much. Financial damage did the did the situation cause, and he is a bigger money maker than she. Therefore, they found he deserved more money than she did. But they were both, according to the jury, equally culpable. We were talking earlier about uh, health and and food and stuff. I would like to see. Can we create a new radio format that makes us happy? All we talk about is love, sex, and food. Can we do that? Uh, <laughs> Let's come up with a format. Do you get samples from, uh, now listen, from advertisers? Yeah, let's, let's hope so. <laughs> Number 10, uh, in addition to being the Johnny Depp Amber Heard verdict, is the story of the Queen's Jubilee. Yeah. Uh, she's going to miss the service of Thanksgiving at uh, the cathedral. 70 years she's been the Queen, but she's apparently experiencing dis some discomfort 
She's not. Well, she's been on the throne for up. 70 years. <laughs> bada, bada, boom. Go on. Uh -huh. I didn't say anything. Uh, no, of course you didn't. Uh, anyway, so the queen has had the parades this week, and people love in America to talk about the monarchy. They really love her they majesty. Do. Don't oh, yeah. they? I mean, they, they, look at the interest. Oh, yeah. the, those TV shows and movies have had the queen, the crown, whatever other uh, mm -hmm. shows there are. Uh, and so as, a big, uh, as we do this program, there's a big celebration going on. But as Mr. In, T would say, I pity the fools. I, 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 I am fascinated by the royal family, but I also pity them. They're, they're, they, they're born into a life of like yeah. being Disneyland yeah. figures. Yeah. Yeah. And look at what Toll has taken. Unless you've got the chutzpah that William did to marry Meghan Markle and to mm -hmm. uh, take a leave of his duties, quote unquote, move to America and raise your family the way you want to. Uh, listen, that takes a lot of balsam, too, it seems to me. Um, nothing less inspiring than thinking that Charles will be the next king. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I really don't want to get inspiration from the royal family. I, I, I'm fascinated by them, that? but I find also the, um, the, the, the institution of the monarchy to be out of step with the times. And when the queen is gone, which eventually she will be, yeah. I can't see the monarchy existing anymore in really? modern days. No. Yeah, it, mm. it, they're going to have to tone the damn thing down if they want to keep it um, as a functioning part of the unwritten rules of how they govern the country. Mm. They, they, that's really what it comes down to. It, it keeps the politicians at bay that there is this higher order of power that really has no power. It's a fascinating... Oh, I wish we had hours to talk about this. Because $64 million a year budgeted for the queen. That's there's a reason for it. But there's mm -hmm. a, they, they, it's not like they're stupid and they love the queen. There, there is a whole psychological right. They're uh, hanging on emotion. to something. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a very astute observation. Michael Harris and Doug Steffen on the Talk Radio Countdown Show. I have a reminder from the folks at Calatrin about how you see yourself when you get up in the morning or you go to bed at night and you're naked and you stand in front of a mirror. Do you <laughs> like what you see? Right? <laughs> That's for you. <laughs> Think about it. You're Do standing you... in front of the mirror and you're naked. My God, yeah. that's a nightmare. Well, so why don't you do something about it then? If <laughs> Get you... rid of the mirror. You're... Turn the yes, of course. That's it. Throw that mirror out. That's the way to fix the problem. Get a new mirror. That's what people do. Yes, I'm sorry. One of those ahead. mirrors from the, from, the, from the circus that uh, shows you in a different form. Go on, go on. Do anyway, case. years from now, uh, if you are not happy with the way you look, at the moment, you're going to be less happy if you don't do something about it. So don't disappoint yourself. After all, you need to be your own caretaker. And if you have that extra weight that's hurting your heart, hurting your lungs, hurting your joints, Calatrin is there to help. C-A-L-O-T-R-E-N. The all-natural way, the number one choice for all healthy weight loss ideas. 25 years in the business. The doctor and his wife, who was a nurse, and a couple of other folks put this together, this formula together, being used by millions of people around the globe. It's the, the ingredients are simple, straightforward, all natural, and by the way, guaranteed to keep the weight off or you get your money back. I like it because it keeps the weight off. It's a lot of ways of losing weight, but this is the way to keep it off. So go to toploss.com, satisfy yourself with uh, all the information that's there. You can talk to a dedicated uh, counselor, 
at TopLoss.com. You can do a little chat with them, find out more about the product line. And Unlimited, uh, m- m- this is the uh, the last weekend, if you will, of the Memorial Day special. You buy at least three and get an equal number, as many as you want. 30, you get 30 free, all that stuff. It's really an amazing formula, amazing company with amazing results. Get them to help yourself live long and prosper. How about that from a movie? Take your uh, take your cue from me. I've done this myself. I like what it does for me. It'll help you, too. You'll like it. Go to toploss.com. I use the Doug Steffen code to check out. You don't have to pay for shipping, and you'll also have uh, the exposure to this great unlimited offer right now at toploss.com. On the people list from Talkers, you can find these lists at talkers.com every week and also at dougsteffen.com. Go to number 10 and you'll find Johnny Depp and Amber Heard tied for that number 10th position. Number 9 is the Queen, Queen Elizabeth. Number 8, Michael Sussman. Number 7, Stacey Abrams. Number 6, Dr. Oz. Number 5, Donald Trump. Number 4, Vladimir Putin. Number 3, Elon Musk. A little flap this week with his employees, among other things. He's got lots of things going on, and so he makes uh, the number the the position number three this week. Number two is Janet Yellen. I made a mistake, basically, is what she said. And number one is Joe Biden. More than anything else this week, I guess uh, he's in the spotlight because of what he said about the mass shootings. Looking for inspiration and leadership. There it is. Okay, so you got our leadership when it comes to reviewing what's going on in talk radio. I'm Doug Steffen on the Talk Radio Review. The Talk Radio Countdown. Talk Radio Countdown Show. Doug Steffen here with a review of the stories, the official list from talkers that I like to go through at least once an hour so you actually have this reflective ability to know what the top 10 stories are from number 10 to number one. Number 10 this week is the uh, Jubilee, the Queen's Jubilee. Number nine, social media and the overview of the uh, Depp Heard verdict on social media. Uh, race relations, that is immigration relations. Number eight, the uh, situation with abortions in our country and that uh, business being brought up again by Roe v. Wade. Number six, the ad nauseum focus on January 6th. Number five, uh, the uh, election, the primaries that we're going through, more focus on that, hopefully get more people to vote. The Russians and the Ukrainians in that war. Number four, uh, updates on COVID-19, who's getting it, and what about shots for youngsters? That's number three. The economy is number two, and all the shootings. Number one this week from Talkers Magazine. All right, so of all of the things that we've talked about uh, this week, I think under the uh, circumstances, I look around and I see Dr. Oz's name and I wonder, what is this? <laughs> what, what is why this? does this guy want to be a senator after all the success he's had on television? Um, maybe he's just a megalomaniacal egotist. Or maybe does he really want maybe to help? He wants to, or, or maybe he wants to make a difference in this world and give back for mm-hmm. all of the wonderful things he has received. Mm-hmm. That's very philosophical, Michael. <laughs> Thank you for that. I want to give back. Don't you I love that? I want to give back. Whenever people say, I want to give back, yeah. I wonder. 
I wonder All right, Michael Harris and Doug Steffen here on this week's Talk Radio Countdown Show, 10 before the hour. down what America's talking about. The Talk Radio Countdown Show continues. The Talk Radio Countdown. Back at 53 after the hour on the Talk Radio Countdown Show with Michael Harrison, the editor and publisher of Talkers Magazine. I'm Doug Steffen. The Talk Radio World is interested in what's going on by this time next week. You will have had the, what, 25th installment 25th of the annual Talk- Talkers Conference, right? 25 yeah. in a row. So and who comes? What do we do? I, mean, I say this for the audience, even though the audience to this program is this is a core group of people. I have always maintained over the years that we've done this program, Michael, that people who are listening to this program, not only interested in the issues, but the hosts and what goes on behind the scenes and the things. And because this convention has taken place every year uh, for 25 years and talk has been around longer than that, the uh, idea of all of us who do this for a living getting together together and and hashing out what the business is about uh, what do you think when when people read in talkers magazine at talkers.com about this stuff i'm sure you get few i mean i'm interested to know what people think and by the way it's at hofstra university in new york uh, which is quite an interesting venue. You went there, right? You went to Hofstra. Yeah, yeah I graduated from Hofstra, and uh, I'm a charter member of their Radio Hall of Fame, and I'm on the Dean's Advisory Board uh, in their uh, communication department, mm-hmm. so in their School of Communication. So I'm, I'm, I'm deeply connected with Hofstra. Um, uh, don't want this to sound like a commercial for the event because it's sold out and it's closed to the public. So this is not, uh, don't go running to Hofstra folks uh, to, to go to this. Um, uh, but you will put the basic, thing up online at Talkers. Uh, it'll be after the fact, after the yeah. fact. It won't be, it won't be live, but every, what we try to do, of course, it's all, you know, technical, technological, hope nothing goes wrong. But yeah. what we do, what we do every year is we, we record the sessions of course, a lot of the action takes place in the hallways, you know, oh, not yeah. on the sessions. But the sessions right. are all recorded. And for people that listen to this program, um, it's it's really an insider's delight because uh, you get to see what the talk radio people, the people who are the hosts, the people of the producers, the owners of stations, the general managers, the networks, people from every end of the talk media industry, not just radio, but TV and podcasting as well, what the the current issues are and what the different points of view within the industry happen to be. And because talk radio is so involved in the, the fabric of day-to-day life in America, it kind of reflects where we're at culturally beyond just the business of this medium. You can't be in the business of this medium without being in the business of America and its people. So um, it, 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 it's a tremendously uh, impactful gathering. Uh, it has consequences that ripple out into all other parts of American life because the people at this meeting are extremely influential. Uh, they're thought leaders, they're captains of communications industries, and um, it's, uh, 
It's an amazing thing. This is a 25th annual one, but you know we had six of them before this that had a different name and a different yeah. orientation. So <laughs> we're actually past 30 national mm-hmm. conventions with yeah. talkers. We used to have a group, a talk radio uh, hosts group, uh, that uh, that was the precursor, I suppose, in a manner of speaking of this and some of the real characters in the early days of talk radio becoming as significant as it is. Great uh, days. It, yeah, they were great. Convert this the shows that were, and I don't mean to go down memory lane here, uh, because I think it's better for us to pay attention to the people that are going to be an important part of this, who are an important part of the media. Jeff Katz, for example, who is uh, somebody who's been around. He's finally sort of settled in to WRVA in Richmond, so he's now great. He's always been kind of a character wherever he was. I remember when he's on RKO in Boston. And he was he's, well. He was a bad boy, and he's become yeah. a good boy. He, he's, he's receiving this bad boy that used to be controversial and cause all yep. kinds of problem, yeah. is receiving at this convention the humanitarian of the year award. Uh, Larry Young, who we talked about a couple of weeks oh, ago on his program, um, is receiving the Lifetime Achievement Award. Mandy Connell uh, out in uh, Denver is getting the Woman of the Year Award. And mm-hmm. the person who is currently under arrest and facing charges, a trial where the FBI wants to put him away for 20 years, uh, Ian Freeman of Free Talk Lab oh, is getting right. the Freedom of Speech Award. <laughs> and you know, people, when, when, when I got this the memory of going back to when G. Gordon Liddy got the Freedom of Speech Award, why oh, did you give it to him? You and uh, I didn't talk for over two years as a result of that. I know, that was a tough time. But there are other characters who uh, are, it, it, you need to be a character, I think, to be a part of this business. And that's kind of what we salute here. So, so you'll be able to watch. The business? You and I are not characters. We're so normal and boring. I average. know. Is that wonderful? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. All right. So you'll check it out at uh, talkers.com along with a weekly list of the stories and the people. You can follow the convention there as well. The Talk Radio Countdown Show is a production of Stefan Multimedia, produced by Bob K. Sound and Recording. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.